Welcome to the Roller Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. Today we're talking with Shelly Hughes and her dad, Bobby Earl Bertram, with Old Glory Schoolhouse in Monticello, Kentucky. You're going to love hearing about all the creative ways they're repurposing this old schoolhouse and their fun connection to Magnolia in Waco, Texas, plus a few fun stories from Bobby to keep us all entertained along the way. So here we go with Shelly and Bobby. here today in Monticello, Kentucky at Old Glory Schoolhouse with Shelly Hughes and her dad, Bobby Earl Bertram. Thanks for being on the podcast today, guys. Thanks Good for to having be here. us. Yeah. We're excited. Well, we're sitting here in this amazing venue. It's an old schoolhouse that you have now repurposed for a lot of different things that are going on. So tell us a little bit about you and your journey and what led to you kind of pouring your heart and soul into this place. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll lead it up to, to where Shelly took over. Perfect. For a while. Okay. Um, I bought this uh, piece of property over here. There's a, about 100 acres of it. And uh, I have to say that uh, my main profession is uh, the lumber business. And I own a, uh, a sawmill, a lumber company. I've got two sawmills, as a matter of fact, down a little bit down the road here, across the field, I guess you'd say. Uh, and uh, so I, I bought that piece of property, and uh, we, we built a new home on it. And Tim, our youngest son, uh, we let him have a piece of the ground. He built him a, a new home on it. And so this, uh, uh, about uh, three acres here uh, that uh, the, the Old Glory Schoolhouse is on, uh, well, uh, I wanted this uh, piece of property here, but uh, I never did get a chance to buy it. And so one day, oh, maybe five or six years after I bought the property, well, Shelly come along and uh, met up with the people that own the property, and I'll let her explain how <laughs> it come about, how they made the deal on the property here. Sure. Um, my husband and I renovate houses. Um, we've never bought a house ready to move into. We've always found one or, or bought one that needed a little work. So um, we were ready to have a forever home. And my husband was mowing the hay in the field behind the schoolhouse on my dad's farm. And um, he called one day and said, I really think we need to look into buying the schoolhouse and fixing it up as, as a home. I thought he was crazy. Um, we had already worked on four houses, um, and we were kind of done with it. So, or I was kind of done with it. He wasn't. <laughs> um, so anyways... Like a good submissive wife, I said, okay, let's do it. Uh, we prayed about it a lot because we wanted this to be a really good decision and the right decision. So um, we approached the gentleman and his family, and within 24 hours, um, we had signed the paperwork and bought the schoolhouse. Um, and so then we started to work on it, and um, I, Dad tells me not to tell people this. He said, they'll never want to come back in here again. <laughs> um, but there were 11 people that lived here, and... Um, so it needed a lot of work. It needed um, new roof, new flooring, um, just all kinds of stuff. So we just started to work on it. Um, my husband does everything himself. We don't ever contract anybody out to do anything. Um, 
we Google and we YouTube and we figure out how to do stuff. Um, so he started to work on it, and one thing led to another, and we ended up finding a forever home in town. Um, we've never lived in town. Um, we all live out in the country here, but um, it was close to our, that, that house was close to our school and close to our church, and we thought that's where the Lord wanted us to go. So we ended up uh, buying that house, and we were still working on the schoolhouse, not really sure what we wanted to do with it, but we knew that God had a plan for this. Um, so we just kept working on it, and then Dad approached us, and he said, um, I'd like to buy the schoolhouse from you. And that was an answer to our prayers as well, because we were thinking, are we going to have to put this up for sale, or what are we going to do? So um, he bought it, and then together we started putting our heart and soul into this entire project so it started there we started to work on the schoolhouse and here we are i love it we might ought to tell the people that listen, that's listening that that's not guns going off out here there's a thunder <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a thunderstorm coming over a mighty no. thunderstorm <laughs> but anyway uh so uh we went to work on the, uh, the school last year and one thing i would have to say about Shelly's husband, he's the workingest one fella i ever seen, I think. And uh, uh, me and him, we worked together real well. And uh, uh, I started uh, raising some uh, uh, registered Angus cattle, and uh, he was a whole lot responsible for that. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Uh, it, it, he loved the uh, woodworking business, and and I love the sawmill. That was, I loved it because uh, uh, we've got a saying that uh, we have to, our sawmill has to do good so that we can have money to farm with, you know. <laughs> the sawmill keeps <laughs> If you know what I mean. Yes, I do. The sawmill a lot of people listen. They, they will. But no, we, but that, was, that has been so good to us. Uh, the cattle business has. I never dreamed that... Uh, uh, one day I would turn RFD TV on and uh, see uh, my farm and my name mentioned and see cattle uh, coming across there that uh, I was buying and selling. And uh, so, But uh, I'm the most fortunate person in the world, I think. Uh, we've got five children and four of them work for me uh, wow. part-time. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, uh, they're so... Uh, uh, Shelly, you explain to them a little bit about how the uh, how you you and your sisters began to uh, take part in running the school last year. When we just started doing events, which um, we can talk about that later, but um, when we started to do them, we realized quickly that we had to rely on each other um, as far as you know, setting up and taking down and cleaning up. Um, you, it takes a team. I mean, it takes that. What's the saying? Um, Many hands make light work, so yes. we work um, very well together. So um, it's just family is really important to us, and that's the way we want to keep this. You know, our siblings working here, my siblings and dad's kids, and um, whenever we have an event or whenever, you know, we have something that we have to work toward, everybody comes together, and we, um, we make a whole day of it or weekend or whatever, and we have a lot of fun. That's so great. So I know part of your heart behind opening this, too, was your love for hospitality. And, and it kind of brings that whole family feel into everything that you do, too. So tell us a little bit about your, your heart behind that and why that's important to you. Sure. I'll go first on this one, Dad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Mom and Dad, um, we grew up. I'm the youngest of five kids. 
and um, they've been married, we think we decided 54 years. Um, <laughs> we're unsure, 50-something <laughs> years. And um, we grew up with no money. And I mean, we were, I hate to say we were poor because you don't have to have money. Um, and we had each other and we never missed a Sunday at church. We never, I mean, or a Wednesday or a Sunday night. Uh, and let me interrupt just a minute. Sure. Uh, we'll, uh, I'll explain a little bit how these hard times come along. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, like I say, I was in the lumber business and uh, I, I had a uh, lumber mill, everything. My, my dad and I, we, we were partners. He's the best fellow that, uh, 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 the best partner, the best fellow that anyone could ever have around them. And uh, we were in business together, and our business burned, and we didn't have any insurance. And we just uh, made a uh, business adventure and bought some uh, a uh, uh, more modern sawmill saw and uh, the uh, chipper and debra, all the things that went with it, the modern stuff that went with it. And that all burned, burned down to the ground, and we didn't have any insurance. Well, uh, we didn't, uh, we didn't hump up and start crying about it, you know, and everything. We rolled our sleeves up and went to work, and uh, we worked our way out of that, and got up, got to going, went to making money, and a few years we overcome that. And I think uh, Shelly's oldest brother, my oldest son Jeff, said it the best. He said, uh, when we went to school, he said, we were the best dressed kids in school. And said, mom dressed us out of the second-handed store, but mom knowed how to get, to get all of the uh, real good clothes. And said, we all looked, <laughs> looked real good, and we were dressed the best. And uh, so anyway, but we didn't ask for handouts. We, we, we worked. That's what... Uh, uh, my parents taught me to do, and I've tried to pass that on. Uh, if you want something, work for it. And I believe that, uh, oh, uh, there's no limit uh, to, to what you can accomplish if uh, you just set your mind to do that. And uh, I'm just a little uh, uh, person uh, uh, with uh, very little education. I went... Uh, 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 a little while in the fifth grade, uh, and uh, my grandfather lived about a quarter mile from the country school, and it was a lot more fun to go out and sit and talk with him than it was to go to school. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, so anyway, uh, we come on, and then we we got to overcome that fire, got to going, and uh, we had another fire, and uh, lost uh, uh, just about everything we had. So we done just exactly what we done on the other one. We, uh, we went to work. And lo and behold, come along, and we had the third fire. Uh, fire has really been bad for us. Wow. But uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, the Bible tells us that uh, uh, we're, we're tested through trials that we uh, go through. And I think we were, I think I was just being tested but uh, I had my family behind me, my wife and my children and uh, my parents, and uh, I had them for a good while until it uh, seemed like that I got kindly uh, out on my, really out on my own, and they both passed away, and uh, that, was, uh, that was a hurt to us. 
but uh, prayer for the past, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe uh, 10 or 12 years now, we haven't had a fire. <laughs> and so knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we have, uh, we have really been fortunate so fortunate, so but blessed. I think that ties into the hospitality question. Um, like like I, he said, we had little to no money. Um, we grew up, my mom was very thrifty, um, but we always seemed to never want for anything, ever. Um, she canned. Um, we grew a garden, and my, my sister can tell stories that she hates green beans to this day because she ate green beans three times a day. Um, and I remember sitting down at the table one day and she got out corn and made a bowl of corn and that's all we had for lunch. And I remember, I was a kid, like really small, and I remember looking across the table at her and thinking that's all we have to eat. Uh, but we weren't starving and we made it. And I think it made us tougher. But um, still, like I said, um, we love to love on people. We love to open the schoolhouse up and invite people in and have people here to celebrate whatever it is. We've had weddings, um, birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, Christmas dinners, um, Thanksgiving dinners, um, you name it, and we've had it here. And that's what we love so much about it is that this gives people a place to come and to celebrate each other and um, just, just to be a family here. So that we love it. And it's kind of become a place for your own family Absolutely. together, too, yes. because that yeah, sounds like you have a very big family. There's so many of us now, <laughs> that, and it's not only our, our children, their spouses, and uh, uh, the grandchildren, but uh, they all have friends. You know, now our grandchildren has got their friends uh, that they, uh, and that, is, that has really been a big part of uh, uh of my wife and I's family was uh, to when we have a get together. Uh, now we, uh, I'm telling you, we give it everything. <laughs> and we work hard and we play hard. And, That's good. But uh, uh, now uh, I'll tell this, and I'm my oldest son uh, uh, to give you a little example of what goes. Uh, come uh, Christmas time. Now see, we've got the uh, what is it? We've got uh, is it five? Grandsons, how many have I got? Uh, you have, up, Shelly. Oh gosh, I don't know. Um, it's uh, five or six. And uh, anyway, uh, uh, I, we've got them all sizes. But anyway, Jeff, uh, my, our oldest son. Okay, he uh, he kind of does the same thing we do, or uh, I do the same thing he does. One or the other. Anyway, he 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 farms, raises cattle, and cuts lumber. So when, when Jeff comes, and he has been so successful, he's, uh, uh, I'm not bragging or complaining, I'm just telling it like it is. He's worth a lot of money, and uh, him and his family, him and his wife has really, uh, 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 really worked hard. At, he's, his oldest daughter is uh, making a larger, and of, of all things, to be in the Bertram family, a larger, you know. And so we, <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway... Uh, come Christmas time, he went. Uh, our little, the little grandsons really got into the wrestling. Well, he went. Jeff went and bought them all uh, these belts with their different names of the and, and these little fellows, they know all of their names. And there, he ha he tore my 
insulated underwear, all the pieces Jeff did, <laughs> getting down on the floor wrestling with them. We have a good time. <laughs> you all should come. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating too much, uh, but uh, I thought they was going to shake the window light. He's big and heavy. Uh, <laughs> me and Shelly are kind of skinny, you know, but now Jeff's kind of heavy. And, uh, uh, oh. I was just thinking, Shelly, when you were telling about we didn't have much to eat, I bet you she thought, well, boy, that sure has changed. No. <laughs> you all are doing okay now. <laughs> no, but anyway, Jeff got down on the floor. Well, there them little fellows was up on the couch. We've got two couches in our living room. And come on, I guess I've led you on the office rabbit trail ever was. But uh, <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, that's kind of what goes on. But, uh, but we have our serious time too. We don't forget to uh, uh, give thanks to the one that made it all possible for us. Now Jeff pastors our church over there. And uh, so I can't say, I'm the most, uh, I'm the most best blessed person in the world. Uh, and I really believe that. Okay, That's I've said really enough. really great. No, I love, I love hearing that story and just how hard work is so ingrained in your family. Well, you guys officially opened in November. We did. So yes. what has it looked like since then? It, it sounds like it's been kind of a whirlwind. It has. Um, we, we work fast. Um, we like to move fast. Um, at, I've said this before. I take ideas and I run with them. I don't ponder on them. Um, I, I don't sit on them. Um, if I just firmly believe that if you've got something and you believe in it, just go for it. So... Um, after we got the schoolhouse and we started to work on it and it began to get finished, um, my brother-in-law, my husband's brother, actually got married here in October. So it wasn't officially open yet, but um, we kind of did a soft opening and he got married here. And it was soon after that we decided to do our open house. And we had no clue the kind of response that we would have. We had no clue um, how many people would show up. We didn't know. I had never been to an open house of a venue. I had never done anything like that. What did we? Was it over five, or was that to the market we had over? 500? We had around five to six hundred people show up for the open house. People wow. came out of the woodwork. They came from, um, oh, where was the farthest place? Several states away. I can't remember wow. exactly. Um, and their great grandmother was a teacher here, and, so they uh, wanted to come and see it. And um, also, there were several teachers i'm not sure how many that taught school here and they came and their uh, students and, yeah, came and they had told oh. stories and, uh, oh. uh, and it was almost like a mini reunion for them they were yeah. so excited about it um so we we realized i think dad and i both realized then that it was kind of outgrowing what we had even thought um so anyways that was our our open house was kind of you know our, our grand opening and by the time we actually had our open house, I think we had probably six to seven weddings booked. So people really put a lot of faith into us, and I'm not sure why. Um, but I remember the first couple that came, there was dirt floor. Like, we had no hardwood. We had no subfloor. Our lights weren't up. There was no um, air conditioning in here, and it was in the middle of summer. And she, the, the bride was like, yeah, we'll take it. And I thought... I'm really excited and I'm really scared because <laughs> you truly have a lot of faith in us. But um, like Dad has said about how hard he works, he truly does. And I knew beyond the shadow of a doubt that he would get it done and that he would get it finished. So um, 
And my husband, too. Of course, I think my husband works hard, but um, he truly does. Um, So between both of them, I thought, we can all do it. If I can come up with a vision, I know they can put the footwork to it, and they did. Um, And so then we started, um, after that, we started doing markets. Um, We did a Christmas market, and um, we had so many people. We had actually built an addition on the back, um, and we had so many people that the floor fell out there. Um, so I, it could have went bad and it could have went good. I panicked and started screaming and told everybody to get out (laughs) because I thought if this falls, oh my goodness, what are we going to do? But it wasn't near as bad as what we thought. Um, but what an awesome testimony. You know, we had so many people and that was a great, you know, marketing tool for me because I even posted, you know, on, uh, social media the next day, I was like, it was so great last night, the floor fell. So you guys truly need to come and see what's going on here. (laughs) And so they did. Um, and there was, uh. The people were so good. They were so gracious uh, because they could have uh, went away and t- said, you don't want to go down to the Old Glory School. Uh, they've, uh, Their building won't even stand it's, up. <laughs> it, uh, it's down. But, uh, well, actually, one reason it, did, it, it wasn't completely completed, you know. And so, uh, but we just run out of time before we got finished. So we went ahead and had it anyway. One thing that I am a firm believer in is you don't cancel anything. I mean, you if you book something, you have it. And uh, uh, so uh, we've tried. Didn't Shelly got to telling me, or she said, uh, "Dad, there's so many people. They want a barn. We got to have a barn." I've got a lot of uh, faith in Shelly. You know, I think she knows what she's doing. In, uh, well, that means a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. She, she, uh, uh, she tells me what to do, and I try to do it. <laughs> <laughs> we have a really great working relationship. And, and so, uh, and, and Shelly knows that if I didn't think it would work, I would be the first to tell her, you know. So we went and built this real pretty little barn. You might want to go take a look inside before we, and it's not exactly ready yet. And we've got a market coming up, but uh, I've got a couple of uh, uh, old boys that are neighbor boys that are all that. Uh, well, I'll back up a little bit. Uh, Ryan, Shelley's husband, got so much business with his uh, woodworking uh, place up there that uh, he kind of had to back off from this. And so, uh, and I've got a... Uh, uh, a young man that uh, that worked for Ryan at one time. So now him and his stepdad, uh, there's a big story behind him, behind dad, but we better not, you probably won't want to hear that. But <laughs> it's We have funny, a story though. for everything. And so, uh, uh, so anyway, we got them to come. And uh, so Seth is the fellow's name, and dad, he's everybody's dad now. Uh, uh, they say that they'll have it ready, you know, for the, for the fall market. And I believe yeah. they will. Yeah, well, I, just like, I, like we said, you know, we started doing other events here, and this is a 4,000-square-foot building. Um, we outgrew it. Wow. I mean, within, it's, it's not even been a year, and we knew within two months we had to do something more. Wow. My husband and I got married in a barn, my brother's old barn on his farm, um, almost nine years ago. And it's like the barn wedding trend is the longest trend ever. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so people kept asking, do you have a barn? Do you have a barn? So I told dad, I was like, everybody's asking for a barn. You know, is that something you think we can do? And he said, sure. So we just started to build a barn. So, so uh, I, 
I don't know if you noticed the uh, the groundwork out here. It's kind of tore up a little. There's been a ditch. We we put water over to our barn. Sounds amazing. So now we I hope have so. to I have to convince Shelly that it's going to be already <laughs> going to be ready now. Shelley. I trust him. <clears throat> That's good. And there's also a church next door. There is, but it's yes. not that big. No. So you have lots of options here. It's yeah, great. Right. Yeah. 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 Sure do. Well, what has your response from the locals been? You know, it sounds like people are really catching on to this, but I know that you also care about giving them a place to showcase what they do too. So Absolutely. what does that look like? Um, like I said, when we did our open house, we saw a few hundred people, which was shocking to us because that's when it was almost like confirmation, like, okay, it's going to be okay because you never know. I yeah. mean, anybody that's ever taken a leap of faith, they may not take leaps of faith like we do, but um, <laughs> anybody that's ever done something, it's scary. You never know if it's going to go over well or if it's not, but um, it really did. So after we did, you know, the open house and my, my goal is to use every bit of local um, flair that I can. Um, so when we did open house, I used a local florist um, and she's very handy. She, every time we do something, she's always here. Um, I had our, um, we did like a preferred vendor list. So we had um, caterers here, local caterers that we know in town. Um, we had a local artist that was here. She does all the beautiful signs that you see, the hand lettering. Um, she does those. And so we wanted um, those people to be here set up and we had bakers that were here. Um, you know, if people come in and they wanted to do an event here, they already had the people here, you know, to look at, to choose from. They did taste testing. Um, Presley is the artist, and she had many different things set up that, you know, they could buy and stuff that she could make. Um, so I think people are really responsive and are, you know, so excited that we are, you know, trying to shine the spotlight on people around us. Um, you don't have to go to a bigger city you know, to get all of these awesome things whenever people here can do the exact same thing. Um, so that's really important to us is to offer these guys a place, you know, to showcase their creativity and um, their hard work because ultimately that's, that's what it boils down to is that these guys work so hard at what they do and it's really important to us that, that people are able to see that. So um, I think people are really respectful of that and they, they realize that, like we've said, our heart and soul was in this, and we want nothing more than to, for people to come here and enjoy themselves and have a good time. And I think they know that. I think they realize that. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about your upcoming fall market, because sure. that's going to be the yeah. next big thing yeah. where you will showcase their yes. work. We actually had a summer marketplace planned, um, because like I said, I've never done this before. I'm totally new at it. Um, and dad, of course, had the music barn, which he can tell about in just a minute, but that's kind of the only um, experience that we had. Of course, that was, I was a little bitty girl then, but um, we had it planned for the summer. And um, I, I've told this story before, I, um, of course not your viewers, but uh, my husband does woodworking for Magnolia, which is Fixer Upper and Waco. And so Jimmy Don Holmes that does the metal uh, art is actually a friend of ours. Um, we met him through Magnolia. And so he was scheduled to come up to our summer marketplace and set up a booth and, you know, just hang out with people and have a good time. And um, it ended up being that weekend, the heat index was 110 degrees. Oh. I'm like dad. We don't like to cancel. We don't like to reschedule. But 
I thought it was in the best interest of everybody that we put this off. And I'm so glad that we did because the fall one's coming up. The weather should be a lot nicer. Um, people are ready to get out and do fun stuff. Um, we have vendors that are coming with mums, with pumpkins, with fodder, um, apples. Um, they'll have their boutique clothing here, um, their handmade crafts. They'll have uh, woodworking. Um, we have um, a potter, a local potter in town, and he'll have his pottery wheel. Um, we'll have outdoor um, games for the kids, and they'll do pumpkin painting, and we'll do scarecrow making. We'll have live music, and it will just be a, a, a huge day here, just a fun fall activities. A lot of times people go out of town to orchards and you know stuff like that. We have it right here. And so that's what we really want people to know is that we have all of those wonderful things right here in our own town. So I, I hope that uh, you might be able to make it back. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I, and and uh, also, uh, of course, uh, you know, uh, equipment and things like that has been uh, uh, really a big part of my life. And uh, so we were, uh, we thought a little bit, I think maybe we, we thought about having, we're, I think we're going to have one where that, uh, see, logging is, oh, a, yes. is a big industry in this uh, part of the country here. And lumber is, uh, I mean, if you go on the farther uh, north you go, uh, uh, the more you'll see uh, here uh, of, of lumber that's, uh, produced right here in the county. And so all of those fellows, the farmers and the loggers and the sawmill people can come together and we're going, I think maybe we'll, I'll have to turn them in my field over here. What he's talking about, it's called touch a truck. Oh, and okay. it's kind of because we do um, we have a princess tea party for the little girls um, and we have um, a friend of ours that owns a business and it's precious princess parties. And so she has all the Disney princess characters. And so that's actually coming up next weekend. Um, so there will be eight different Disney princesses here and all of the little girls or even the little boys, whoever wants to come, they'll watch an entire show. Um, it's an hour and a half and they'll eat uh, cupcakes and they'll drink lemonade and they get to watch this show. They'll do a scavenger hunt and they all dress up in their little princess costumes and it is the sweetest thing you have ever seen. Um, so that's next weekend, but we wanted to do something geared toward the little boys. So we planned a touch a truck event. So there'll be fire trucks, there'll be log trucks, there'll be dump trucks, there'll be- um, Log skidders. And log skidders. Yeah, don't really know not. what that is, but well, it's, a, it's a thing that pulls logs. <laughs> it's a, we'll it's have a big those on wheel loaders, all kinds Police of loaders. cars, yeah. um, so. just tons of stuff like that. And we actually call it a touch a truck and food truck festival. So we'll have food trucks here as well. Um, so everybody can just come and hang out and you know look at all these trucks and the people that run them and and it's just something fun for our kids here and and the adults too. Um, so that's what. Like I said, I try to keep going back to that's why we do these things um, for our community and for our kids and um, just for everybody here just to have something fun to do and just to enjoy each other because I've said this before, I thoroughly believe in intentionally loving on people and treating them good and I, I think there's no better way to do that than to come together as a community and enjoy something. That's so fun. Those ideas are great. I love that. So... In addition to showcasing local artisans, you can also showcase live music because there's a real rich music history Absolutely. in your area yes. here. Yes. And you actually have 
Bobby, a past with that and well, some also past experience <clears throat> with events. And I would love for you to talk about that. Well, uh, that's, that's something that uh, we are not as uh, active as we once was. For one thing, the age makes a little, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, lay it under that, but I'm thankful for it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm thankful that I made it till I'm 75 years old. I, ne I never dreamed of being 75 years yes, old. Yes, sir. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so, uh, so anyway, but uh, uh, our oldest son, Jeff, seems like uh, he was singing before he was talking, you know, if you know what I mean. He was just a little fella, and I'm telling you, he could sing with the, so uh, we went, we got invited to uh, uh, Ranfurl Valley one night, the biggest country music uh, place. Uh, it's like, I think where the Country Music Hall of Fame is. Oh, it's in okay. Mount Vernon, yeah, Kentucky. Kentucky okay. Hall of Fame. It's over on the interstate. So we got invited to, it was just, uh, but we had a good band at that time. We had a a uh, steel guitar player and a lead guitar player and drums and a bass player. Of course, Jeff played the bass, and I played the piano, and we done a country gospel. And I don't know, I guess we were just silly enough that people loved to. No, we, we really did. Uh, uh, we had a good group at that time. Uh, had a good group. And uh, we got over there, and uh, the Lefevre's, that's some of the biggest, one of the biggest names in gospel music were there that night. And uh, there all these buses were lined up out there that these artists were on. Well, here we sat in a little brown Ford van. My wife got out, and she was sitting on the porch, and uh, uh, it was my brother's wife was fixing her hair. And, and she said, <laughs> and here come... Uh, these Lefevers, they were walking down. They were fixing to go on stage. And my wife looked up and she said, uh, I'm sorry. They said, this is about the best we've got. Said, uh, we don't have a place. That we... And they were so nice to us. They said, oh, don't worry about it. You all will be fine. So uh, they just kind of took us under their wing. And uh, we got in there and we got a standing ovation. Wow. I thought they never was going to quit clapping for us. <laughs> I, I guess that maybe they felt sorry for it. And uh, so they had two barns there that they had so many people. That was so popular at that time. And uh, and this was a gospel singing night. So we went over and we sang at this other barn at three o'clock in the morning. And it was the same thing. We got a standing ovation wow. over there, a, a completely different group of people. Now, that seems like a dream to me, you know. Uh -huh. there, there we was with all of the big-name groups, and uh, and we went over really well. And uh, Was this before or after the music barn that we had here? That that happened before the music barn. So is that kind of how you... Well, it might have caused us to lead... I always loved music, but I like to be around uh, the people that were good, you know. Uh -huh. I mean, the more professional people, that was the kind that... Uh, I really like to be around, and then it made you uh, really nervous if you had to perform. But we, uh, but then we had the uh, had a just built a big red barn down there, and we had music, and we had so many uh, artists down there. Martha Carson was one of the old country music, gospel music artists. She performed there, and when uh, 
she came up to our place, her and her band. Uh, she said, uh, Bob, where, where do you live? And I said, oh, a couple of miles, about three miles over here to my home. And she said, well, if you don't care, said me and the boys like to go over and I'd like to meet your wife. So they went over and they swapped recipes, uh, uh, my wife and her did. And wow. uh, so then they come on and done their show that night. And then uh, we've just had so many people that uh, uh, I never dreamed of having, you know. Mm -hmm. And so. Uh, uh, so I now, think. I think that kind of kind of gave him like a, whenever I came to him and said, I'd like to, you know, do the schoolhouse, I think he was comfortable with it because he had already had a little bit of experience, you know, yeah. with entertaining. Uh, and not that this is kind of entertaining, but in a way it is, you know, we're constantly looking for the next well, thing to we do. Can, we can have that also. You, matter mm -hmm. of fact, the fellow that stopped here just when we, before you started, that was uh, Kenny Atkins, sound man. He was there. I can't say enough about you taking time to come up and uh, uh, visiting with us and uh, I, I I just hope you're not disappointed you know oh I'm what? having the best time are you kidding <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you'll say thanks that, for having me you'll say that big fat fellow up there he don't know when to be quiet no no <laughs> you, it you, makes me feel at home well thank goodness uh, <laughs> We hope everybody feels at home here. Oh, yeah, that's our goal. Oh yes, I'd, uh, that would be uh, that would be one of the uh, uh, hurtingest things I could have. I believe if someone come in here and uh, and they were not happy. I mean, they they left really disappointed. But now you're going to have so much of that, no, you, no matter what, because we've got a good example of that. Uh, our Savior Jesus Christ was on Earth. He lived a perfect life, and they crucified him, you know. And so uh, uh, that tells me that uh, everything's not going to run smooth, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, we we do the best we can, and we make sure we do the best we can. That's kind of hard also sometimes is I, I firmly believe that Dad and I and our whole family that, that works, you know, here, we try so hard. I firmly believe in treating people the way you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. um, um, be good to them, treat them better than, you know, the way you would want to be treated. And sometimes it's hard. Um, and a lot of times you don't hear about the negative side of things um, because most people don't want to talk about that and they don't want to focus on that. And I get that. Mm -hmm. But um, that's been a really hard pill for me to swallow is, I mean, I put and dad so much work and faith and effort and time and love into this we have put our soul into this and making it what it is and then you know if someone is upset over well this wasn't the way you said or you know I thought it would be like this and that is just heartbreaking to me because we try really 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 hard but like dad said you're not going to be able to please everybody and that's okay mm -hmm. um but you have to sacrifice a lot and um but we just we've got, we've got to make sure that uh uh, that we do everything that we're supposed to do. Right. You know, that we do everything right. right. Tell us a little bit about the history of the school. Sure. Or what you know. What I we know. know. Not. Right. Um, the Historical Society in Monticello, we have a museum, and they have some information on it. Um, and that's basically where we've gotten all of our information from. Um, it was built in the early 40s. 
and um, it was three rooms, and um, there was a front room, and there were two back rooms, and it was heated with an old stove. So actually, when my husband was working um, the old chimney, um, he had to go up into the ceiling and do some repair, and he found an old tobacco can with a string. So we found out later that one of the boys would have to come in and get the fire ready for the kids in the morning, and so he would chew his tobacco and throw it up in the ceiling with the string. <laughs> so when the teacher wasn't here, he would pull it down and chew his tobacco, and then he would throw it back up there. So um, It was still here. It was still here, yes. Wow. Yes, and that's after... Um, you know, there was a lady that moved in um, after the schoolhouse because what they did was they shut down a lot of the, um, I guess, the country schools, and they moved everybody into town. So this was one of the schools that got shut down. But the original path is still out there, the original rock path. Um, those are things that I did not want messed with. Like the windows in here are massive, huge windows. They're cool. They are, and that's something that we wanted to keep original. Um so as far as history goes, um, there were, I forget how many classes that actually went through here. Um, a lot of people were in seventh and eighth grade um, and they played ball. We had a gym in here and there was a stage and they did Christmas uh, plays on the stage. And so whenever we've done you know, our open house and people have visited here, they've told us about that. Um, so it was just, um, a, a, just a little school um, where many kids around this community came. And after they moved all the kids to town, um, a lady bought it, and um, she converted it into living quarters, and she lived here with her family. And I still, to this day, hear about her flowers and how beautiful they were. Wow. And every once in a while, we'll see a crazy one pop up somewhere. Um, and so it's important to me to keep that um, because that's, you know, in remembrance of her. And I'm actually friends with her great-granddaughter and her granddaughter. I go to church with them. And um, so every once in a while, you know, they'll ask me about how's the schoolhouse and they love to come visit and they love to just look at it and talk about their grandma and, and what all she did here. So there's been a lot of memories made in this schoolhouse. So we're just, we're just thankful that, that we could revive it a little bit. Yeah. Why do you think it's important that to not only save these old buildings, but find creative ways to repurpose them for a way that fits this day and age. Right. Um, I think this day and age, people are really, I think, enveloped with going back to their roots in a way. Um, we've talked a lot about how people, you know, move to the city and then they move back home. Uh -huh. um, I have a lot of friends that have done that. And a lot of times, you like 20 years ago, you could have never found an event venue um, around here, nowhere. Um, and it's just became something that's really popular. People, you know, as even as far as, you know, people want to grow their own food now and, um, they want to do, you know, they want to be self, more self-sustaining. And I think that's important to them to shop local, you know, to be, you know, um, to support all these people that are trying to make a living on their own. And we've talked about education and, um, a lot of people around here, you know, they don't have college degrees. Um, they work. They farm. I mean, they own sawmills. Um, they they work with their hands, and that's just what they've always known. So, and I think it's important. I think people around here are re realizing that culture and want to support that. So, um, I think it's it's a good it's a good place and an opportunity to do that. There's a we have another event going on here that uh, uh, I'm really proud of. It was the, I think it's the Cub Scouts now. 
Yeah. And the, the Boy Scouts. The, Boy, Boy it, well, the Cub Scouts is just a junior version of Boy Scouts. Okay. So my brother is actually the Cub Scout leader. Okay. And so they do their Cub Scout meetings here. And uh. so I'm telling you. We do tons of stuff here. Anytime anybody wants to open it, you know, have it for something or whatever, they want us to open it for them, we're on it. So we also do, um, it's called the Schoolhouse Celebration Project. And during the school months, we, um, I work with the family resource officer at our local public school. And she usually um, gives me the name of a few kids that are underprivileged that have probably never had a birthday party or anything like that. And we get in contact with their family, and we ask them, hey, is it okay if we have you a birthday party? And so it's always okay with the parents. Uh -huh. They are very gracious to let us uh, borrow their kids for a while. So we actually have our own T-shirts made that say eat, sleep, and party, uh, repeat. And it has the Schoolhouse Celebration Project on the back and presented by the Oglory Schoolhouse. And so our friends that are bakers um, on our preferred vendor list for the schoolhouse, um, they'll bake a cake for the kids. Um, we do it, we try to do one a month. And the first one we had, we ended up celebrating five kids in one day. We had five birthday parties that day. We had them wow. all together. And um, so they bake cakes. Um, they're uh, teachers or anybody, it's open to anybody in the community um, that wants to come and help us. And we celebrate them that day and we let them know that they are important, that they are loved. And um, we don't make a big deal out of them being underprivileged. They don't know that, and we don't want them to ever know that. Um, yeah. We get them gifts. We get them clothes. We get them, um, we just give them a good day to celebrate. We have decorations, and we have, um, I create an Amazon wish list, and then we have um, a group on Facebook, and we have one on Instagram, and just random people in the community will shop this wish list and send stuff in, um, whether it be decorations or prizes or um, gifts or whatever. And um, they shop the wish list and they send stuff in. And that is one thing that I, I'm totally amazed that it took off like it did. But we have, like I said, there's probably any given Saturday that we do one, there's probably 20, 25 volunteers that come in. And these kids are tickled to death. And so the first week after we had one, I got um, a message, an email from a teacher. And she messaged me and she said, I am so thankful for you and what you do there because you would not believe how Ella has walked down the hallway like a new person. Um, she had new clothes. She had new shoes. And it's important to me that these kids know that they are just like any other kid. And um, like I said, I don't ever want them to think, well, I'm poor, so they had a birthday party for me at the schoolhouse. No way. Um, when they come here, the other kids that come there, I mean, we give them invitations to invite their friends. They invite their Aww. teachers. They invite everybody. And they come here knowing that it is a great day and they're going to be celebrated and they are going to have a lot of fun. So that's one thing that it may be my favorite thing that we do here um, in the year that we've been open we've done a lot of things but that's one of my favorite because I love kids and I love celebrating anything as you can tell we'll celebrate anything give us an, a reason to have cake and food and we're there <laughs> but um, that's one of my favorite things because these kids need to know that they are loved and that um, that they are always you know welcome here and so it that's probably my favorite thing we do that's really great I love that yeah you're doing so many great things here. It's it's really cool. 
Bobby, I know you've had kind of had your eye on this school for a long time and thought about maybe what you could do with it. And so why is preserving the history of this and repurposing this school important to you? I didn't dream of, uh, of doing what we're doing. Uh, uh, it was, uh, it was just a, an old landmark here. And I remember when I was just real small or, oh, maybe, uh, uh, 12, 14 years old, I would, uh, well, uh, now there's a big stream of water, uh, a real popular creek runs down here, Alder Creek, and uh, look on my truck, front of my truck, Alder Creek Cattle Company. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, so, so anyway, uh, and, and it almost, in the community across the creek, it just almost seemed like, uh, uh, it was uh, another part of the country, but then uh, uh, we would, uh, my brother and I, we would, we had a big old uh, horse. We'd ride over here, and we'd play basketball with the fellows out here, and uh, and so we got acquainted with all of them. And then uh, later on, uh, uh, automobiles, and I eventually got me a car, you know, and. And they had a little restaurant, drive-in restaurant out here. Now I'm telling you, they were—that's where people went on uh, Saturday night to get them a hamburger, or hot dog, you know. And uh, so, but uh, so this was a place that uh, I, I just loved, you uh-huh. know. And uh, then uh, it—they—they uh, uh, they put this track of land up out here for sale, and. Uh, uh, I already owned down where my sawmill is at, uh, and which is about a half, oh, three quarters of a mile uh, uh, right on down the road, down there where the big red barn is at. Okay, and uh, I already owned, uh, I don't know, seemed like there was 11 acres there. So they put this uh, place up for sale, and, uh, and I had to go in to the hospital and have... Uh, uh, well, it wound up, I had, they put some stents in and kind of took care of me, but uh, uh, I just got out, and the auction was coming up on this track of land. And, uh, uh, well, I, me and my wife, we talked it over, and I thought, well, uh, uh, we'll, I know it's going to bring a whole lot of money, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. And so we went to the sale. I thought they never would quit bidding again me, you know. And, <laughs> <laughs> but finally, finally, I held my hand up the longest, you know, <laughs> and we got it. We bought this track of land, and uh, so, and I would ask the fella that owned it, the neighbor fella out here, uh, uh, Bob Upchurch is his name, and I'd say, Bob, why don't you sell me that schoolhouse, you know? Ah, uh, uh, oh, he said, you don't, you don't need that. You just fill that full of renters, you know, that... Uh, and lo and behold, he's the one that <laughs> put, put 11 people. So, and I said, no, I'll put it in writing that, uh, I said, I, I, what I was afraid of, that he would sell it, and uh, uh, then uh, it would just get away mm-hmm. and uh, uh, maybe tear we, the... Right. We were afraid that it would be bought and they would tear it down. Tear it down, Or yeah. something, but why would you tear this down? Well, why? After, after buying it, then we seen what I oh I didn't realize what I uh, 
foundation it had under it. I've even got a bunch of uh, tube of 12 pine, and they were cut at, I need to get the uh, information on that. They were cut at a sawmill over here, uh, and, uh, and I've got them stacked up down there, you know, and I want to build something out of them too. But uh, all of that, uh, uh, I wish we could have got it and could have uh, took care of the floor the original floor. That's really what we wanted was and to preserve the floor, and but there was no way. But we, we, we put it aiming, back as close as we could. Yeah, yeah it we looks was, great. We was aiming to do uh, part of it, say part of it. It was just so bad that we couldn't. Aww. We just had to take it all out. And uh, and so Shirley's uh, uh, husband, Ryan, he uh, he found this flooring. That he said, now he'll give it the old look. And I said, well, let's let's get that then. So uh, I think also um, when people pull up on the outside, they're like, wow, you know, that's a pretty building. But then when they come in, they're like, oh, my goodness, it's so much bigger yeah. in here, you know, than it what is. I thought. Yeah. Um, but like Dad said, I remember when I was a kid, um, I don't know why I've always had a, a knack for decorating or for, you know, designing something I, I've just always have I, I guess I got it from my mom like I said we grew up with no money so whatever we wanted we had to make it um, and so I remember making floral arrangements when I was a kid um, but I loved it but I remember passing by because we lived right around here and I love the symmetry of it I love that everything is is equal um, the doors in the center, and I just, the windows, I, I loved it all, and I would always look at it, and, and I would always think that would be such a pretty house, so that's why my husband and I bought it, was to live here, and um, so anyways, whenever um, we ended up selling it to dad, I'm so thankful that, that he trusted us, you know, he didn't think I was crazy, um, but he trusted us in making this a venue because it has worked out absolutely more than what I could have ever imagined. I really just wanted to uh, to buy it so that we could have our family could have a uh, place to get together. You know, mm -hmm. I never thought about uh, never thought about it that much uh, having it for the public. You know, and another thing I was going to uh, uh, mention that. Uh, We've put quite a bit of money in this. I mean, might, might not. I mean, it's quite a bit to us, you know. I guess uh, with everything, I've put some over a hundred thousand dollars in here. And what's amazing to me, every job that we started to do, uh, and I've always been the one that would, uh, you know, I'd figure out, uh, you know, it's going to take this much money, and. Uh, I don't have anything coming in to cover that now. What are we going <laughs> to? Sawmill was going slow, so okay. our funds were cut. Okay. <laughs> no, and, I'm kidding. <laughs> and it seems like that uh, something would happen every time. That the money would just, uh, it would be there, just like uh, uh, the barn out here. It, it's uh, it's it, it's absolutely amazing to me uh, how that uh, everything just. It was meant to be, seems yeah. like. We, we've said that from the very, very beginning, though. Um, if Lord, if it's your will, you know, just lead us on this path and, and just help us and take care of us. And like Dad said, it's like if something were to happen and we would think, okay, what are we going to do? He would take care of it. Um, and so we have always, of course, I learned from my parents, you know, like he said, they had how many fires? Three. Um, 
you can't just roll over. You you roll your sleeves up and you get to work. So you just got to work. Got to work your way out of it. But you know. I firmly believe that that God has His hand on this project and what we're doing because He allows us to keep going and uh, He allows it to continue to be successful and for people to want to come here. And I mean, we have a lady that's coming up from Pigeon Forge to set up a booth at our fall market. Um, we have people coming from Ohio. Um, so somehow they know about this and it's, you know, getting out. And um, I'm so thankful for that. It's like I've said this before and I'll say it again. I, we could have never imagined it being this this great, but I'm so thankful that it is. Yeah. That, there's a place called the Galilean Home that uh, they have. Uh, they have a Christian school and they also have, it's like a group home kind of for special needs individuals. Um, and they also have a cafe called the Bread of Life Cafe. And um, we become really close with them. They come to our markets. And um, so, I mean, not only, you know, do we open this up for people to come, but we make friendships. You know, we make uh, um, relationships with these people. And we've met so many wonderful people through this. And yeah. um, more than anything, you know, we're, we're a little different, um, if you couldn't already tell. But we always start our markets. We lead in prayer and we end in prayer because that's important to us. We want everybody here to know that our faith is in Jesus Christ and that while we're here, that's how we're going to look and act and feel, and we want everyone to know that. Um, and that's that's something that we try to always do. And and more than anything, that's how we want to people to perceive us. We want them to know that there's something different about that group of people. Not that we're better than people at all. That's not what we mean. But what we do mean is that we know Jesus Christ and we want you to know him as well. And that's very important to us. There's another girl that works there. Okay. Um, okay. Her husband and her are missionaries in Peru. And um, she can't come because she has a college visit that day with her daughter. But she makes fried pies, blueberry, strawberry, apple, all kinds. And so even people that can't come, I mean, we have a friend in Georgia. Um, and she does. Um, so we try to keep it to strictly handmade things. Um and so we have a lady from Georgia that she's going to send up her stuff, you know, to to be in our market. So if they can't be here, at least they're sending their stuff. Yeah, so, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, concession is a great big thing. And I know that, uh, well, even when we had the music barn down there, one thing that was about as popular as the music barn was the uh, barbecue sandwich that we had. And, uh, well, we've had that a couple of times. We figured out. And Listen, he said this before. My mom can cook, okay? Uh -huh. She taught us all how to cook. My brothers can cook. Dad can cook. We wow. all can. So whenever um, we did our Christmas market, we did barbecue sandwiches. Um, and just, you know, like we did a meal deal. Just because, not because we had to, but we wanted to. Uh -huh. We just well, like I, to offer that. That's what I was uh, uh, leading up to. Uh, we have let other people do that instead of having a concession ourselves because we don't want to take business from them. When they come here, I want each and every one of them to uh, really have a good day, you know. And, Absolutely. Uh, uh, and uh, We try our best to... To give them, that's why we rescheduled Christmas or uh, summer because I didn't feel like it would be a good, a good business day for anybody. Yeah. But our goal is for them to be successful, you know. So yeah. we'll do whatever we got to so do. So they want to come back, right? You know? yeah. Right. Sure. That's always been, that has been my 
my motto, I guess. I mean, back when I was a young man, my first profession was I, I bought me a bulldozer. Oh, I loved, I'm telling you, I, uh, well, my first uh, real job I ever got was the fellow in, in a short time, he put me on a bulldozer. Uh, my dad was partly responsible for that, but, the, but he did. He trusted me. And uh, so then, uh, just a few years later, uh, that was my first business adventure. And, and my uh, saying has always been, when I work for this farmer, whoever I work for out here, I want to do a job that he will ask me to come back. He'll not get someone else. And that's, uh, that's what I have. You don't try to, it's not a uh, uh, first time go around thing, you know. I mean, not with us. I don't think you build a business like that. And, uh, and so I've, I've try, always tried to uh, stick with that. And uh, just, uh, I want to be a person that what you see is what you get, you know. Because uh, I'd really get in a mess if I start trying to cover up things, you know. <laughs> We talk way too much to cover stuff up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we sure do. That's awesome. Well, what's next for Old Glory Schoolhouse? I mean, you've got the barn coming, but what oh, else? Shelly wants this. a crib made, built, and we got to build I do. Up. I want a corn crib. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen those. you got to look them up. I want yeah. a corn crib. Um, I want to plant. I realize that we're in the middle of a community here, and... Um, it's kind of difficult when people want to do outside weddings um, to position it to where you're not looking at a house or a house can't see you. So um, we had talked about this fall, we want to plant Leland Cypress trees all around the perimeter. So we kind of enclose ourselves. Um, Dad put up a, a blackboard fence all around it. So it's not hard to miss it. We want to get, um, Jimmy Don, I think is actually going to make us like a, a sign. Uh, kind of like he did for Magnolia Farms. He's going to make us one of those. And then we have another sign that we're going to put down at the road um, on the highway so people know where we're at. Um, but as far as events go, whatever we come up with. We don't know. We, we, no, we uh, don't. It's, that's one thing that makes it exciting. Yeah. That, uh, uh, we don't, it's no telling what you'll hear uh, the yeah. next time. That uh, uh, I, I want us to... Uh, Oh, dabble just a little bit in the entertainment business, you Music know. entertainment, I think. That sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. I think and we'd so, like to do like a bluegrass well, festival. Well, I think, yeah. See, we can we can do that because I've got about 100 acres over here, you know, that uh, we just keep on going. We'll put the cows someplace <laughs> yeah. else. We'll let the cows just run around in yeah. the parking. Yeah. And uh, so, and build a stage. Uh, uh, well, we even built one one time and took it to a big bluegrass festival festival and uh, uh so uh, uh it's on telling what you're liable to uh, the main thing is just keep up with us yeah <laughs> i see, love it and dad see has what's always, going on and uh, dad has always taught me that if you're not moving forward then you're going back there are no uh -huh. such thing as standing still well how do people follow you and keep up with all the exciting things that are going to be coming up well, other than word of mouth, which our mouths are pretty big, obviously, <laughs> uh, we um, we have Facebook, and it's the Old Glory Schoolhouse, and um, we also have our celebration, a schoolhouse celebration project. Um, we have its own Facebook page as well, and then we have an Instagram, um, the Old Glory Schoolhouse. It may be Old Glory Schoolhouse, I'm not sure. Um, if they have any questions or anything, they can email us at theoldgloryschoolhouse at gmail.com. 
and all of those have all of our information on them. Um, it has my name, um, our family. There's a lot about our family on there, um, my phone number. Um, so, yeah, they can follow us, either one of those, and keep up with us. And like I said, we we tell everything we know. So um, word of mouth is pretty big around here, too. Well, thank you for letting me help share your story. Well, and I'm happy to shine a light on what you're doing. I love it. Thank you so well, much. Thank you I'm so, so glad we you came. We really appreciate you coming. Yeah. Sure do. Well, I love how family is at the heart of everything this family does and how their values of hard work and hospitality run deep. Their fall market is happening this Saturday, September 22nd, and their holiday market is on November 30th. So mark your calendars and make plans to attend. And remember how they said they like to have a lot of irons in the fire? Well, Shelly's husband Ryan just started a new project called 1801 Inc. that we'll be sharing more about with you in the future. Huge thanks to Shelly Hughes and Bobby Bertram, and be sure to go follow Old Glory Schoolhouse and make plans to attend one of their amazing events. We'll be back here next week. Have a great day, everybody.